What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. One thing I would like to do is take people out of their struggle to flow, but you can't do it without their will. One thing that has always puzzled me and frustrated me is that no matter how much I've worked on my ability to articulate a point, that it's almost always not effective. I mean, for the open listening ear that comes with their own willingness to heed, then even the least articulate or mute may be profound. And for 99% of strangers, that circumstance is fine and acceptable if it's just limited to the listening open ear. The frustration comes in when the people who don't listen are the ones you want to listen the most. Somehow, with the hilarity of life, those people end up being the closest ones to you and keep their ears the furthest. And a huge part of it is obviously the bank account of that relationship and whether they see you as an authority in that topic of conversation at all in the first place. But often, it's a gridlock and most relationships tend not to break out of their dynamics. We just grow to accept people instead of giving them a fair, fresh chance often enough to work on that bank account and actually deposit in it, we tend to just be in gridlocks and never really break out of those dynamics. And again, with the hilarity of life, these people hold roles of parents, children, friends, siblings, all who would actually be better themselves if they gave you the fair chance a stranger is apt to give you and heed something that you can tell them. Now, don't get me wrong. The frustration isn't because I want to impose my perspective. Although I guess it is. But only for those certain topics that are high stakes enough to really, really want to pass on the information. It's critical. Like, you've probably made so many mistakes and hit potholes along your life ride that you yearn to save your children from going down those same dark alleys. Or you have parents who continue to make lifestyle choices that are bound to negatively affect them. And maybe even selfishly negatively affect you in the future if those parents don't change their lifestyle choices and you hold yourself ultimately responsible for them. Same as the children who maybe elongate their staying as your responsibility if they waste time making the same mistakes or make grave mistakes that require you to bail them out. Either way, the point is that the frustration comes from those very specific topics in which you wish they would heed the advice because you so love them and care for them. And why wouldn't you want to save people you love and care for from the same things you've experienced, already mistakes you've made, and a lesson that you have already learned? But the reality is that you can't teach anyone anything. They can only learn through osmosis and only if they want to. In all my love for semantics and hoping to put sentences together in unique combinations in the hopes of reaching people, words always fail. Only actions teach, especially with those closest to us. And it still requires someone to be primed with openness or it's all lost. Actions still don't 
mean 100% success. And the problem is that most of us are not great examples for the people that we're around that we want to influence, but we still expect our words to be the bridge, to carry the load, to make up for where we fail on our actions. Sure, you may have learned that lesson or have that specific knowledge, but are you acting it out in your life every day? If you understand the mechanics of eating healthy and why it's important, do you practice it in front of your kids? If your kids are addicted to technology and you wish that they would explore other ways of using their time like reading or sports or playing an instrument, are you creating an environment around them that actually inspires them to take an interest on those things? Are your employees lackadaisical with timelines or follow-through? Do you wish your significant other would act in certain ways that would make you happier? Do you wish your friend had as much drive or commitment or consistency as you wish for them to have because you believe in their potential? If you have a pulse, you can probably add a hundred more things to this list of what better we want for other people. All of it, all of it collapses if you approach any of these scenarios with haste in a hope to bring about quick change. There's nothing that can be said to anyone that will make them change the pattern and the course of their life as soon as they wake up tomorrow. The chances are they are going to just continue down the same repetitive momentum that they have already created in their life. It's not going to be a combination of words that makes that happen and not going to happen fast. The only thing and the only way to affect any of these people that you may even depend on or those that depend on you is to provide them with a real-life reference as an example, a real-life reference point of what it is that you would love to see in them. And then have enough humility to have a real honest conversation with yourself and ask if you yourself live out those values that you wish others to have. Because again, it all comes down to action. People are our mirrors. And whatever we do, they tend to match. If we move slow, if not tomorrow, but eventually, we will slow down their speed as well. They will match us. Ed Milet puts this concept in a succinct way that I've really started to like. He says, most things are caught, not taught. Most things are caught, not taught. You cannot teach anyone anything. They can only catch it from being around you. Only if you are infectious enough. Only those things that you do that are so much the essence of you, that it oozes out of your being, that it's infectious, that you practice day in and day out can be caught. Those are the only things that determine what is being caught in your presence. And that means you can't fake this funk. You cannot just feign being healthy in front of your kids and have a different lifestyle outside of that. The results of your decisions show themselves in all the bottom lines of every equation. How you end up looking how much growth is actually in the bottom line of your business based off of your vision and your follow-through. Everybody mirrors it. How much potential you actually press upon yourself. It's all mirrored. Because if you really want the best for all the people in your life, it starts with wanting the best for yourself. Pouring all that love and care you have for them into yourself. Not judging them from the outside and seeing them 
fail at it. The only reason you notice that is because you yourself are failing at that. You yourself don't make up that gap. So you have to be the beaming example of what it is that you wish others would heed. What you want for them is really what you want for yourself. And they cannot be anything more than what it is that you want for yourself because they will mirror you. And any ounce and shortage of that self-love in which you fail to execute and deliver yourself those fruits of that labor, the labor that you fail to do, whether witnessed or not, it has to be done for you. And slowly, through osmosis, people catch it. Understand that when you fail to deliver those fruits of the labor that you fail to do for yourself, understand that you evidently are denying that to your loved ones as well when you deny it to yourself because they will mirror that deficit that you fail to reach, fail to execute, fail to remain consistent on, fail to show up and follow through and deliver on. So in a real humble audit of myself, I always come back to this understanding to simmer my frustration. When I want more for somebody else, I ask if I'm living that for them. If the people in my life that I spend energy thinking about because they fail to live up to the idea I have for them, and even that premise is just flawed because you cannot have an agenda from someone else's life, but it becomes so tricky not to do that when you love these people and want the best for them. So if the people in my life that I've spent mental energy on in frustration and worry when I see them going down the wrong path, then the only long-term remedy is to recoup all that energy and put it into being all the things myself that I want them to be. That means if I wish my kids around me to be on their iPad less, then again, not for show, not for faking the funk, but sincerely, I myself need to have a self-interest in pursuing activities outside of screens. Whether that's reading, writing, creativity expressed in any way, or any physical activity, something I'm doing for myself, I'm committed to for myself. And then actually letting those kids be witness to my self-pursuit in those regards. And having no attachment to what they do, still. And naturally, if the stars align and I'm the best example I can be, then I'm giving them the best possible chance and putting them in the best possible optimal environment to even give them a chance to actually encourage natural interest, curiosity. And maybe they'll develop that particular quality and value or skill in that activity. You can't expect to teach the kid to listen to you and not be on his iPad when you're distracted by your phones all around them. There's a discrepancy in what you say and what you do that all humans of all age pick up on and mirror back to you. The same applies for any fill-in-the-blank scenario. We are subtly setting the tone of everything around us that mirrors back to us our vibration. It is in very, very rare scenarios when you find people that are so headstrong that they defy their entire given environment and set one of their own to reach things outside of the norm of what they've been exposed to. If you want the people around you to be more, be more yourself. The best way to teach is to show and be, not to tell and teach at all. All greatness is first emulated, and we all awaken through each other.
and usually never past each other. Not by much anyway. We are all each other's mirrors. The reflection is always measuring up to you and not an inch more. I love you, family. I'm working on being more for you. See you in the next show.